Hey, Kev. Oh, Andy, I'm so cold and my man tits are out. Look at them flopping on top of my gut. If only I had a shirt to cover the shame of my fat middle-aged male nudity. Well, Kevin, I think you're in luck. What, what, what? What, what? What are you talking about? Well, it's when you should say what, what, because that's what we have printed on our new education t-shirts. Oh, clothing, finally. Give me one of those. Oh, it's a small, but I don't care. We have two models to choose from right now. We have the what, what shirt. It's printed on both sides, and on the back it says education with Kevin Andy. Do you have a larger size? We have all the sizes from small to 5XL. Give me five XL. Ah, that's a shirt I can get behind and under and inside. <laughs> well, there's another education T-shirt, sir. Oh, is that one of those shirts crotchless, got no nipple holes? <laughs> there is no crotch in a shirt. Oh, sorry. We call it the collegiate design. Oh, and it looks like any sort of typical college shirt, but when you look close, it says education underneath. Oh, and just like any collegiate shirt, it's very same-sex curious. <laughs> And since it's away from its parents for the first time, it's going to do all the things it's ever dreamed of doing. That is not guaranteed to happen with your shirt if you do purchase. Where can they find these fine items of clothing to put on their bodies and hide their human shame, Andrew? They can buy them online at Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. That's right, man. You go to jayandsilentbob.com. You pick up the latest education shirts. Wear your pride for this fucking podcast all over your face, neck, and chest, man. Go pick up an education shirt. What? What? everybody and welcome to the premiere of Pod U on Smodco Internet Radio here at Smodcast.com. It's been a long time coming, three years building, but finally we're moving out of beta and we're taking this thing to gold. What does that mean? It's a really fancy way of saying we're finally getting Pod U out there. Now what's Pod U? Very simple. It's podcast by the listeners for the listeners. What does that mean as well? You get to submit your podcast to Pod U. You can do it P-O-D-U is the email address at smodcast.com. Give us the title of your podcast, the description of your podcast. Let us know about the hosts of your podcast. And most importantly, send us what you feel is the best episode of your podcast to represent yourself for PodU. Think of it this way. If you got a Kickstarter that was guaranteed to give you a million dollars, which episode of your podcast would you choose? That's the one we want you to submit. So that's how you can get your podcasts submitted for consideration on PodU the same way this guy did. Or should I say the way that man did? Because our first podcast here on PodU is brought to you by Scott Holden, who hosts That Man on Fat Man, which is a it's a Kevin Smith-centric podcast. Now, you don't need to have a Kevin Smith-centric podcast to be considered on PodU, but Scott has been there in the queue for over a year, some of you even more, and we're going to get to you, I promise. But here it is, without further ado, Scott Holden, that man on Fat Man. For gosh sakes, let's get this thing going! Hi, everybody. For those of you who don't know me yet, my name is Scott Holden, and I host a podcast called That Man on Fat Man. It was inspired by, I hosted another podcast with a friend of mine. And I just used to drive him crazy with all my sycophantic talk over Kevin and Smodco and all that stuff. And at a certain point, I said, well, you know what? I really enjoy doing this. I don't want to drive my you know, podcast co-host nuts. Why don't I start a second show and just dedicate it to the universe of Kevin Smith? And so I did that. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. We're about 40 episodes in now. 
and uh, it's been a real joy. And when Will asked me to be a part of Pod U, I was floored. I was completely blown away and surprised and so honored to be a part of this and to 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 open up the feed that will be the Pod U feed. So I hope you enjoy what we've picked as the, you know, I was asked to put our best foot forward. And this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. The guest is Ernie O'Donnell. It took place over the summer. And it really is a great show. And it's one of my favorites. And I hope that you enjoy it as well. And I really hope you enjoy this. Again, so honored to be a part of this. So honored to be opening up Smodcast Pod U. Very happy. Uh, without any other babbling from me, here is That Man on Fat Man, episode 21, with our guest, Ernie O'Donnell. This episode of That Man on Fat Man is brought to you by Chundertunes.com. Chundertunes.com, for all your podcast animation needs. Disclaimer, the show you're about to experience is for entertainment purposes only. The host use mature language and conversation just like in most of life. If you're too uptight, this might not be for you. All that said, we hope you enjoy the show. Okay, what has two thumbs and is a huge fan of Kevin Smith? That man! What are we going to do about the uh, Pancake Master? We need a costumed vigilante is what we need. Justice can't be served unless it's being fought outside the system. Here's what we're going to do, eh? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's that man. <laughs> Who is he? He's that man. He's talking. <laughs> what should we oh, do? Oh, there he goes by in the Thatmobile. <laughs> that, the what? Thatmobile, his car. <laughs> Go get him, that man. Well, once upon a time, a regular man read a book written by the fat man. Tough shit written by old Kev Smith. Kev said go out and start a podcast, and so I did, and I had a real blast. But my obsession was driving my co-host nuts. Didn't want to bring the podcast down. Needed Porkchop Murphy to hang around. So I create a new show with one heck of a plan, and I call that show That Man on Fat Man, because we're going to chat about Kevin Smith. That's right, let's talk about old Kev Smith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of That Man on Fat Man. I'm Scott Holden. Wow, 21, we're legal now somehow. Hi, producer extraordinaire Gene Holden in the house. Legal to drink, 21. Yeah. Yes. So, wow, what a fucking day we had yesterday, huh? That was so fun. Yesterday, we had like a smod day, a day of, you know, just insane, highfalutin smod activity. Uh, <clears throat> first, the day started with the folks from BS Excluded, uh, Pillow Talk, Shaddai and, and uh, Joseph came by. And we sat down with them, and all the way from Texas, and we sat down with them, and we recorded Pillow Talk, and it was awesome. And I think that will drop on Tuesday. Uh, then we went splitsville from here. We shot over uh, to Red Bank, 
where we went to the stash and hung out and did that thing. And then we went over to meet none other than Ernie O'Donnell. Yes. EOD. EOD. And I have to say, it was such a cool night. We First of all, Ernie is a very smart guy because where did he set up the meeting? He set it up at his wife's salon after hours. Uh, the name of the salon is Gene. It's Trims. The Trims with a Z. And his wife's name is Carla. She owns it. I believe she's the owner and stylist of the um, of the salon. And it's um, in the AAA shopping center in Eatontown. Is I don't know the exact address. I, I did it's know. Two fifty five. Two fifty five. Yes. Yeah. Two fifty five. Route thirty five. Eatontown. It stuck in my head last and night. And it's Trims. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful place. Really, really nice. And Ernie is the one who actually built it for her. Yes. So, for all your salon needs. Yeah, it's really pretty, really clean, and very, very nice. So he was very generous to yes. offer the place yes. to uh, us. And very smart, because there you go. A, a nice big plug. Really for, nice. <laughs> for the place. Wait, you know what? He, he deserves it. He was an awesome guest. And we, I have to say, there was some confusion going in, because when Gene sent me the info, I glanced at it so casually I thought we were going to a saloon. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> so I had pictured in my mind, and then midday, I fa- I realized, what? We're going to a salon? A hair salon? Yeah. But anyway. So, yeah, we met Ernie there. And I have to say, Kevin talks of Ernie's charm. He would say that he was very much like a Bart Simpson. And, you know, all and particularly with women. But I have to say, the guy is really charming. I was charmed, you know. He, I was so charmed that he had his leg around you at one point, and it, you know, it didn't even bother me. It was all funny. It was harmless, but yeah, he's but, very. Yeah, he he has the ability to just you know turn it on and and I don't know. He, he's he puts people. He put me right at ease. Right. He's very very. He's very likable and. Um, charming and and I don't say this with any disrespect to any of our guests in the past, but I think Ernie's the first guy who actually did that. I did not feel at all nervous. Like I didn't feel, you know, well, off think, put or like you know, oh think, my god, yeah. You know, he, I don't he, think that's a diss to the other guests. I think, no, no, no. Like when exactly. you're when you're when you're yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really. When you're podcasting, you're yeah. you know like meeting these people that you've never met, and you're starstruck or exactly. whatever. And I think you were starstruck, but he's such like a cool, like you know, normal guy that <laughs> easy he, going. He just made you feel okay. You yeah. know, he just yeah. he he made you feel good right away. So it was just like talking to an old friend. Yeah, and I have to say that so far, all right, twenty one shows in now, the highlight of this show. For me, the high point. But the, you don't want to tell what it is. Do you? I, I I can tell you. I can say what it is without oh, okay, saying. Okay. The highlight of of this whole experience so far, and I never would have saw the. You know, I never would have looked for this. But the biggest gift I've gotten from this show so far, and I talk about it in the interview. I talk a lot about magic, but for me, this was magical. And the you'll hear early on in the interview, I play a clip from one of the last Smodcasts. And it, it's it's Kevin reading his freshman yearbook, what Ernie signed. Now, since podcasting is an audible, it's an audible format, you know, medium, you can't you can't see it. But there was four people in that room last night who saw it. 
Oh my god! Two of them didn't know what was going on because they didn't have headphones on. I wish I so they didn't a... know what was being played to him. I wish I'd taken a picture. Uh, forget picture, video, oh because god. the I range know. of emotions that Ernie's face went through, like the, but all in, you could see a, a guy who loved his friend for many, many years as he experienced that. You know, trying to, you know, the whole. It it was it was magical. It really was. It was it was. I never thought. It was just. I can't even. I'm stammering like an idiot here. I'm gonna have to cut this because I sound like you know a boob. But it was just. It was. It was like wow. You could see the friendship. You could see the love. You could see the whole thing going on there. It was just well, amazing. Even, even though um, I didn't hear, and should I and Joseph didn't hear it, mm-hmm. but watching him, you could see, like when he heard certain things, his face would like light up and he'd smile and oh. so there's all there's yeah, so it, much love there yeah it really was it was, it was such a cool because experience they had, they had such a connection i mean it was really yeah the, i mean they're, they're childhood friends you know and and it just confirms like the people we've met through this podcast like the kevin smith universe like he just surrounds himself with like positive good people he really does you know really and does. i think in turn like, they're that way, too, just because he brings it out in them. I mean, not the only thing, but I think he brings it out in them. Yeah. I, I, we bring It's like a positive environment. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, there's a lot of love there. A lot of love. So, very yeah. cool. Well, well I'm going to play that interview in just a moment. But first... All right, everybody. Audible. Want to take a moment to talk about Audible? That's right. Audible.com. What can you do... You ask for that man on Fat Man? How can I support the show, sir? Well, here is how you can support the show. <laughs> you can get your very own free download, an audiobook, a credit towards an audiobook. Some of them cost two, some of them cost one. But if you can get a one, there you go. You get a free credit towards one free book. And so long as you sign up for a 30-day free trial. Sign up for the 30-day free trial. Get your free audiobook download. And I can say that you, as a That Man on Fat Man listener, owe it to yourself to take that free download and download Tough Shit by Kevin Smith, which will be the new gospel text of uh, the religion I'm starting, the Gospel of Kev. And so you will have your basic text, and you'll be ready to go. And you can listen to Kev's words. He reads it. It's awesome. He reads his own audiobook, and awesome. he interjects occasionally stuff that's not in the book. And he talks about Shecky. Yeah, he talks. Yeah, he gets baked. He's like sitting there baked reading his book. It's awesome. <laughs> and he's giving you life advice that you need. Uh, so there you go. Again, how 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 can you engage in this? It's very simple. Audible trial. Don't forget the trial. AudibleTrial.com forward slash that man on fat man. Go to www. Are you really saying W? www.audibletrial.com forward slash that man on fat man. One word. Did you really say W? W. 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 It's like dubstep. W. No, it reminds me of George Bush. W. 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 Oh, look at you there. Slappy. 
we thanked our friends yet? I Again? mentioned them, but you didn't okay. Google or, or oh, gush no, I just or wanted to that. thank them because they were awesome, <laughs> and it was so nice meeting them also. And I think they were very happy to be at the podcast with EOD. The whole was, Oh, yeah, yeah, that was – it was an amazing night. I yeah. mean, like – those guys got the smod vacation they did. of a lifetime. They got to sit down and podcast with Mike and Ming. And they it was got funny to... because they, um, they were, you know, all of us were sitting talking to Ernie after, which was very cool. Mm. He's, I don't know. It was just like an extension of it. Oh, and wait. They were I'll, saying, I'm wait, glad, wait. Hey, hang on. I'm glad you rolled because there was shit that I got to mention. But they, they were saying like, oh, yeah, this is our vacation. He's like, really? You went to the stash for your vacation? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but people don't realize what was, an important part of life it is. He I mean, was that's fucking, the stash. He was amazed. He was besides himself. But he, people went out of their way right, to go knows, to Red Bank, New Jersey. But he knows how this universe you know, yeah, extends <laughs> way beyond anything you could ever imagine. But, but still, I think he, was, he was also mystified at the right. same time. You but know, to he, us, it's like, oh, yeah. What, why course. not? This is a of great course. spot. Like, you know, why you wouldn't would, come to the stash on vacation? Yeah. Why would they go to Hawaii when they could go to the stash? You know what I mean? Oh, but okay. anyway, I don't know. They, they're cool, and I'm, I hope they get home safe and just saying hey and thank you. So I want to mention that, you know, at, like Gene was saying, we were talking to Ernie for a while afterwards. And while talking to him, I realized, holy shit, because he brought it up, shooting clerks. Uh, and he does have some involvement in shooting clerks. I'm not sure exactly what it is, like if he's what character he's playing or any of that. So uh, maybe we can get some more on that from Chris Downey and, and uh, Brett Murray on their next update. Yeah, it's just hard when I know, you know, when, when you're talking with him to to ask it all. And I yeah. think that there got to a point where it was just a conversation and he, the folks at home should know I, there was a point, there was more than a few points in the interview that I felt like I was concerned about feeling like a vulture or some, you know, yeah. I, I didn't mean to, to, it, it just sort of, that was where we were, it seemed to be going and it right. just felt right. And at the same time, I didn't want, so, you know, I hope folks at home, I don't sound like I was being some kind of, jerk or like give me your innermost pain i really didn't you know i was i am genuinely i like to know this stuff and there are pieces of the puzzle (laughs) that that aren't as public you know in their story and i like to know what that is just i think the fans i'm a fan (laughs) i think the fans know that this is you know a love fest it's not anything you would make anybody say anything and and you preface preface it by saying that and i don't think he felt at all that way so i don't think any of the listeners feel like you pressure anybody it's all about about the love again i had such a good time like i've i felt so easy talking with him it was it was such a great night and uh, i want to apologize though you'll hear my mouth goes dry and just the circumstances of the session i just didn't have my water on me and so you folks will have to suffer with a lot of popping and snapping sorry uh there's no way i can remove that now now when i hear it it's all i'll hear but all right enough of our bullshit it was it was definitely not easy getting ernie but it was so worth it (laughs) yes that's true he even admitted afterwards i said you were really hard to get he said yeah i I am but i persisted yes you did oh wait a minute there we go that was the other thing i was like true fucking kudos here we go this is the one thing i forgot to say 
Oh, wait a minute. Let me pull down my pants and uh, stick my butt in your face. <laughs> no, this is... And I say that because this is Jean's first true producerial booking on her own. She pursued the guest. She, like... And he was playing. I didn't even mention it. She went, you know, she decided that Ernie was, was the one and that was where she went. And, and she did persist that. And he was, I watched it unfold. It was, (laughs) he was on board right away. It was just nailing down the time and the place. Like Mm. he was on board right away. Like he wasn't, he was right away. Sure. But he's got a lot going on. It's not like you're going to hear a message like that day or the next day, which is, you know, what we would all love. Well, my hat is off to you. you true kudos. You. This is your first guest on your own. Thank you. Watching watching you guys as well and, as and listening. The, was so I tell you, fun. I got to say, watching Jean come to life as a producer has been fun. Like, it's been no bullshit. She's stepping up and fucking taking the yeah, ball. It is and, giving me a little bit of a control thing. And it's giving me a bit of a, ah, oh, thank God. Thing, I have to this say. This is fun to, to be involved with. So have fun, guys. Enjoy the show. It's a really good. Yeah, it was a real great experience, and we're glad we could share it with you. Enjoy. Bye. Catch you on the back end. Well, I want to take a moment to welcome to the show the (laughs) one, the only, Ernie O'Donnell. What's happening out there? It's so good to have you on. Thank you, buddy. I want to start this interview. Well, first I want to say, let me adjust my own levels here. You are responsible for unleashing in me a memory that I forgot (laughs) I fucking had. Grace's Donuts. Oh, the jelly More When you told that story, I swear to Christ, you brought it back. I hadn't thought about those fucking donuts in 20 years. And you really, I was like, oh my God, he had those fucking jelly donuts. Me and my brother used to have those things. We loved them. The Morton's frozen oh, jelly. Yeah. They were awesome. So if, if only for that, I wish to thank you. If, if it wasn't for those donuts, I wouldn't have ate at Kevin's house. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, according. To, yeah, I mean that, that was the uh, that was the best thing he ever had there. Uh, just for those who are listening at home, Ernie is. You could uh, reference him. He was in the film Clerks. He plays uh, Rick Darris, the infamous. And I think you've been pretty much in one of every every of his movies. Huh? Uh, I've been in a bunch. Yeah, but there's some I I I wasn't in. I mean, were you Mallrats? No, no, no. There's. It's what happens is it's it's a random kind of thing. Yeah. It's uh, it's only recently in Jersey Girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I was in Jersey Girl. I was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I was in Dogma. Serpico. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that. I mean, but uh, like in Dogma, my I had a nice dialogue uh, scene with George Carlin, which was a kick for me. I mean, it was just to meet that man. Yeah. You know, after. Going to see him at, at uh, I think, first time I saw him was Fairleigh Dixon University, front row. And, I mean, he talked about his legendary routine, the stuff. And uh, to w- for him to come up to me before I even addressed him in, when we were filming in Pit- uh, Pittsburgh, was I was just, you know, blown away. Yeah, I mean, he, I, wa- he was just the greatest guy in the world. I and, actually had the opportunity to meet him once yeah. in Morristown. Right, he played the Morristown Community Theater, and I was working for a bunch of guys there. And I, yeah, I got to meet him. And he was one of those guys you meet a hero, and you always hear, "Oh yeah, you, you can't, you know, your heroes suck. You know, but, don't meet them because they'll yeah. ruin your whole experience." But he was, he was definitely very cool. But I mean, I was kind of a little intimidated at first. Obviously, it's George George Carlin. Yeah. But I mean, he has a relative of mine is 
actual family with him uh-huh. somehow. And I we had mentioned it somehow, and we got talking, and he said, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to be doing a show at the Club Binet. I don't know if you remember the Club Binet in Sayreville yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the day. Isn't that where, uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, Stern's, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi was there. Stern yeah. did a bunch of stuff yeah. there back in the day. It was pretty popular. Yeah. And uh, he goes, All right, Ernie, I'm going to send you some tickets. You're going to come see me. I said, okay. And at that, you think somebody like George Carlin says that to you, you know. Yeah, you're never going to see it. You ain't going to see shit. <laughs> so... I, a couple of weeks later, his assistant called me back, called me at my house, said, oh, George told me to make sure I, I get a hold of you and get you these tickets, and he wants you to come to the show and blah, blah, blah. And I get, and he says, make sure you go to the will call and tell them that you're in the house, and George wants to know you're in the house. Right. So I went with my wife. We did that. We sat down. We had a nice table, and his assistant came out and said, George can't see you right now. He's running late for the show, blah, blah, blah. Okay. From the stage, when he starts, <laughs> his first thing was, hello, everybody. And he's like, I'd like to apologize to my friend Ernie O'Donnell out in the audience. I'd like him to stand up. I just did a movie with him. <laughs> you know, and it was just, it was really That's cool awesome. having a wife there with me and having George give me the shout out. Total class. Yeah. Total I mean, class. it was, it, he's just, you know. Yeah, he was great, a good, he was an amazing guy. guy. Big influence. Big yeah, but influence. my scene got my all my dialogue got cut out of Dogma. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> yeah. And I at the premiere, I was like, "Kev, what's up, man?" He goes, "Ah, oh, we had to cut it, dude. I'm sorry." <laughs> Time constraints. Yeah, and I don't care. It is it is it's the business, you know. I don't take none of that personal. Actually, I want to play you something, sure, and get your reaction because oh, I think this is I think it's very cool, but maybe I don't know if you've heard it or not. If anyone's clued you, to how this. how old is it? It's very recent. Oh, it's recent? Very recent. One of the freshest uh, Smodcasts with Scott Mosier. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't listen. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad because I want to I play this to you and get your reaction. I think, I think you're going to like it. Uh, Ernie wrote, hey, sleepyhead, wake up, wake up, you <laughs> stupid ass. Apparently, I was fucking Mr. Nap. It, during school? You know, Kev, it's been a great first year of high school. Uh, don't think we made a big, don't you think we made a big smash in Hudson by making friends, becoming like so great and everything, especially the females. Yeah. <laughs> Being great lovers. Oh. Also oh. led to stardom on the stage and damn Yankees. When we, the freshmen's ruled the play by upsetting all the seniors and surprising everybody with our talent of acting. Fuck, this is fucking positivity. Yeah. Fucking great lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Greatness is the only word to describe our performance in the talent show. I just want to know how many other people possibly open their fucking yearbook and have a dude write. That's where he's reading from. (laughs) Freshman year. We were great lovers. See this. See this is worth coming already. I'm pretty sure the bad one's gay. (laughs) His buddies are great lover of them. They're loving each other up all over the place. Apparently, greatly. (laughs) Very well. What I understand. (laughs) You're gonna do something, Grace. Do it right. Do it well. Do as best you possibly can. Maybe something should be said for how good the boy is being <laughs> yeah, gay with his pals. Well. <laughs> I don't know. Why am I letting him off the hook? Grace, <laughs> is all wrong. Uh, Get him a hooker, I said. <laughs> um, 
Greatness is the only word to describe our performance of the talent show, which we should have won and which we were cheated in, (laughs) which was too good to describe. (laughs) But seriously, this first year with you and Mike has been the greatest school year I ever had, including all activities. Also, I think our talents in creativity have improved, especially in art. Remember him? And he drew his little character called Bernie. This was uh, one of the (laughs) worst, but the first. Uh, just think, Kev, in the years to come, we will rule this school and become the greatest, 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 greatest. <laughs> uh, till next year, Kev, Jake, we're gone. Your bud, Ernest, in parentheses, Elwood. Blue Brothers. And he was not a man of, like, many words. Or and he wrote a fucking book. That was it. Book. He laid it down. <laughs> that was laid freshman year. Down. <laughs> so there you go. I'm. You know what? I already feel like this was worth the trip just I've to never... see you reacting to that. That was on like last week. It just came on. Ah, uh, that's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so how does it feel to have your words read on national podcasts from when you were in, a freshman in high school? It sounds pretty fucking cocky. <laughs> I think it sounds kind of cute in oh. its own way. You know what I mean? Well, I mean... I don't want to. Uh, I don't know. Was <laughs> the I, lovers part? Was so I implying fun. that we were lovers? I mean, it, <laughs> I knew what you meant, <laughs> but yeah, it did sound like you guys were lovers of each other. But I, I assume you guys had the whole. Well, we were. Uh, I mean, notching the belt kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we were so damn close. It was pathetic. But yeah. uh, so wait a minute. Now here's where I want to go with this, because then he read from his senior year yearbook. Oh man! And guess who? Guess who was missing? He read. Uh, I don't know if he signed or not, but he did not read a signature from you. And I assume you guys had your falling out by that. Uh, (laughs) Please, don't feel compelled. I mean, I'm a serious researcher in some respects. I like seeing Kevin's life, and I draw so many parallels and inspirations from it. So that's why I asked this line of questioning. It's not to put you on the spot. No, you're not putting me on the spot. It's it's just that. Me and Kevin have gotten past a lot of stuff, and, I'm we're, sure. and we're still together as friends, which to me means the most. I mean, we've been—we're like—I mean, it's like two fighting siblings, in a sense. We're that—you know—we were that close back in the day. Like I said, we were literally brothers. Yeah. So we had our little spats when things happened. I took it really to heart because you know I'm. Uh, I am I am very um, uh, emotional when it comes to attachments to people, to friends and the, uh, my you know my wife or anything like that. My animals, it's it's just you know I get really attached. And uh, yeah, I mean by senior year, a couple things that happened that. Uh, it was a woman, wasn't it? I, I just get that vibe. I don't know for sure, no, but it just no, feels like no, it. There was and a, I was in high school and I had friends. And there I know was what an incident. Um, I'll parlay to the to the second story, but the, the, the I know the, story, the he's told the fight story a lot, the locker room fight. Story. Well, yeah, that that's that happened, and and the reason that happened, honestly, is that Kevin. It was a jealousy thing. That's Girlfriend. that's basically what it comes down to. And he always told me he was uh, for, back then. He his he may feel different about it now, but back then he uh, told me that he was jealous of other females because. 
I, I don't want to say I was a ladies' man, but <laughs> sounded like you're a ladies' no, man. No, I, I mean I I like to have ass, and that, that, that was just you know it was I I you know the fuck dude. the scout man with the bed in the back. That's right, man. I had the scout. I had the mattress there. I had the Bruce Willis playing. You know, the scout. The scouts were awesome, by the way. Ah, the best, very rare the car. Best and. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Once I once I got the the fever of of, of the tang, it's just it, it, you know, <laughs> I, I still wanted to be friends with Kevin. It's just obviously forever, you know. But yeah, it was that awkward point for guys who are friends. Yeah, I mean, it's for a female to come in. Part of the reason I I, fo- I, I want to go there is because I you know I've had the same thing happen in my life. But, I, but it's <laughs> happened before. I mean, this has happened in grammar school. Oh really? You guys had a falling out in grammar school? No, no, no. There was no falling out, but we the st- competition. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I started very young, and I can identify. Yeah, I, I, okay. I mean, we're talking like I started this uh, experiment in somewhere around ten, eleven. You know, I was full blown by thirteen and a half. You know, and it was you know. <laughs> my friends around you were me. the hyperactive kid. Well, yeah, or, or not? Uh, was, that's what happens when you grow sexually up. Sexually hyperactive. That's what happens when you grow up Catholic. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? It was very true. But, it was very true. I went to Catholic school as well. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a girl that me and Kevin were friends with. Uh, we were both friendly with her. I kind of hit it off with her. I used. To, I was spending some time with her, and we were still in like I don't want. I want to say like seventh grade, maybe in OLPH. Mm-hmm. And he had he had let me know that there was a point you were rubbing his rhubarb. Yeah, I was, <laughs> he, he wasn't he wasn't too happy that she was you know edging on his time and stuff, and you know we couldn't go to the movies or, or do this, and you know at some point it was kind, he didn't say it, but implied that it's going to be her or me kind of deal, and that's where it, that started. That went away. It went that far back. Yeah, that went away. Because I said, you know, we were so damn close and had so many things in common with everything. That kind of went away. He became friendly with her also. And it kind of worked its way out. It went back and forth. And then it kind of just dissipated. And then jump forward into high school. We were still very close. I still had a girlfriend. You know, and he was, by that time, he was able to work that out. Because, you know, he grew up a little bit. He understood the deal, you know, because he was like the king of cunnilingus. I mean, he was fucking, you know, he had the master fingers. That's what he always used to tell me. He had that book, too, apparently. He said he found, like, some some medical book. Yeah, he's like, all right, you got to see what I can do with these fingers, buddy. You know, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Kev. You know, I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was afraid to get on the girl. That's what he used to say to me. But... So, <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'd never, I had no idea we were going here. Yeah, well, <laughs> it just, I just go with it, brother. That's cool, man. I'm, so, he, he. I got my seatbelt on. That's right. <laughs> so, he, uh, I met some girl, some, some chick, and uh, I started dating her, and somehow he got her phone number or talked to her and said something that I didn't say, which made me look like an ass in a way, you know. I can't really remember the, the circumstances uh, of the of the uh, conversation, but it made me look like an ass to her, which I didn't like because I liked the girl, and I was you know I was working it, doing it, giving all the moves and shit, and trying to you know get her pants pretty pretty much. I mean that's what I was trying to do. 
So he kind of put a crimp in that. I said something to him. Wait, are we in grade school or high this school? Is, this this is high school. This is the high school fault. This, right, yeah, this, this is, is the big This is her. This, no, this isn't the big riff. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. We're this not is, even to the big riff. No, then. this is no. So th- this was just uh, before. This is like early, early on high school. Yeah, like early on. Probably ninth grade. Freshman year? Yeah, freshman. Yeah. So When you uh, were a great lover? <laughs> when uh, you were a great lover? Well, at least I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> but yeah, so. I I was surrounded by a lot of people, a lot of good friends, and I was no way near a fighter at all. I never fought. I didn't get in, into that kind of stuff. It just wasn't my thing. But friends that I knew and that I hung out with. They weren't. They were the kind of kids. You got to kick his ass. Well, they yeah. didn't, you, didn't, you didn't want to mess with these guys. I yeah. mean, and the one guy in particular, I'm just going to say his name was Harry. His name is Harry. But I won't give anything else. But <laughs> for a description, he is like 6'5", 260 pounds. And he was one of the became one of the original UFC fighters before it had rules. So It has rules? Oh, yeah, now it does. So <laughs> the he was, octagon? Yeah, and he was like the town, I mean, brawler. You just don't fuck with him. And he was one of my best friends. And he and always, pro- yeah, he, always, yeah, and Kevin and a couple, a bunch of other people. And he protected me in anything. He heard about this because I said something to him about, oh, yeah, oh, fuck, yeah, Kevin, I was just, you know, mouthing off because I had her vent. He heard about it. He goes, if you don't kick his fucking ass, I'm going to kick his ass. I said, you're not going to touch him. I see, he goes, and he looked at me dead in the eye. He goes, if you do not do something tomorrow at school, I am going to rip his head off. And he was dead serious. Now my choice as a friend. Now as a friend, I was mad at Kevin, obviously, but I was not going to fight him. I was not going to hit him. I was probably going to yell at him, say something, and it blew over. But when my friend Harry got involved, it turned into a whole different thing. Yeah, it was the escalation and the yeah. peer pressure. Well, and yeah, fight, I mean, it was fight, like fight. okay, if I do something, I can control it, not hurt him, yeah. get it over with, yeah. and everything's done. If I don't do something, Kevin's going to wind up in the hospital. <laughs> From the big guy. Yeah. From I mean, that, that, yeah, that's, do you, you think know. you really would have done it? Oh, yeah. Oh, hands down. Over over like a high school girl situation? Well, it's not that. It's I was. It was uh, the honor. Well, I was, a, I was very good friends with this guy. Yeah. And he looked at me as like his little brother kind of deal in yeah. that sense and taking care of me. Yeah. And if anybody ever pissed, him, pissed me off in a yeah. way because he yeah. knew I wouldn't fight. You know, because yeah. I just wasn't my thing. Like I said, I had friends that would do that. Yeah. And he was straight up serious. And Kevin Kevin would have got hurt. I mean, and I wasn't going to let that happen. So my only option was to, to throw the fight or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I wa- he described I mean, it as the most ridiculous thing it ever. It was. I mean, yeah. I walked. he walked out of class and I was in the hallway. Like in front of the locker. Yeah, yeah it was in front of the lockers. Yeah. And, and my buddy was right there and I was kind of hesitating about it. And he was right Right yeah. back of me. I've I mean, been there. I yeah. mean, he's towering over the me. The fight you don't want to get into, right? <laughs> and he's like, he kept saying, "You got to if you don't do it, I'm going to grab him." <laughs> and I said, "I got it. I got it." So I just, I kind of like lunged at him with a, a half-ass kind of punch, kind of deal. He kind of turned. His girlfriend at the time jumped on my back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I flung her off me, 
and spun around and did like a Bruce Lee kind of move and elbowed Kevin right like in the shoulder kind of head kind of deal. Not that I really wanted to, but, I mean, it just, you know, the momentum. And, and you know, it didn't hurt him, but, you know. Uh, and Was then, that Kim, by the way? Yes. <laughs> Who you acted opposite in Clerks. Yes. yes. <laughs> so this, for you listening at home, lovely imagine that girl on Ernie's back <laughs> yes. as he's flailing around <laughs> the high school. So. Yeah, so that, that was pretty much the, the end of it. And then we both got uh, called down to the super, uh, super the fucking call, the yeah, vice principal yeah, office. Vice and they knew how close we were. And they put us in the same room together and said, you guys work this out. Oh, wow. Um, and did you? Yeah. Me and Kevin walked home that day after school. Yeah, it was it was it was a uh, it was it was not something I. It's kid. Yeah, it's, it's kid it's, shit. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, I was I, yeah. I didn't want to do it. Trust me. But uh, like I said, it, it would have been a lot worse. Yeah. And I hope he, you know, realize. I think I kind of explained that to him on the walk home, and he's like, "Really, really?" I was like, "Yeah." So how'd so. you meet Belly? How'd you meet Bellicose? Because I know how you met Kevin because you guys were paired together. And her name is Miss Catanza, right? Miss Catanza, right. One of the greatest teachers ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you, well, guys, <laughs> you guys wax about her quite a bit. Yeah. Well, it was. it's not funny. It's sad, but funny. I got left back in the fifth grade. And it wasn't because of my – and in Catholic school, it's kind of strange. <laughs> where we still had the nuns with the, with the, the, bup, 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 uh, the rulers and shit and pulling your hair and the uh, yanking your underwear – that that shit happened. Uh-huh. I, I missed was, that. Yeah, I, I just came in. They, no, they we just sort of stopped. That. We got this. I saw a couple of hair pulls. And we stuff. got the tail end of that. Yeah, just just very little of it. Just a little. Sister Catherine was ours. Oh, okay. did that. Well, we had Sister Hilda, <laughs> Sister Patricia. Yeah. I uh, saw her do one of those head shakes. You know, grab right. like right. right. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'll never be bad <laughs> ever again. Never. So, uh, I got left back for. Not being mature enough to proceed to the sixth grade. That was a little vague. That was their excuse. And my mother supported it because she's like, you're going to act like an ass. Because I was a class clown. Mm -hmm. And I I just, you know, didn't take it serious. They yelled at me. I got hit. I smiled, blah, blah, blah. And that's how I met Kevin and Belly in the fifth grade. So, oh, so... He, you introduced him in the fifth grade, too? Yes. I I felt like you guys might have been before. No, we kind of knew of each other in the same school. Because uh, they were a grade below me, but mm-hmm. I really didn't hang out with them. I mean, I knew I knew them. Hey, what's up? You know, how oh, you yeah, doing? Kind right. of deal. We're in the same neighborhood. You know, same town. But to actually hang out twenty four seven, it didn't happen until the fifth grade. You know, and that's and if I didn't, I mean, my life would have been totally different if I didn't get left back. All right, I've noticed that in Kevin's world. There seems to be like this little bit of magic that follows him, like this coincident. Things seem to go in his direction. He's a lucky son of a he bitch. He really is. And that seems... But, but I don't that know said... That, that I don't said, know that that's luck. He's, that said, Kevin is extremely talented yeah, in, I his, was in his genre. He'll admit he's not the greatest actor in the world or the greatest performer in the world. He said that time and time again. But that boy can write like a son of a bitch. Yeah, he's a great writer. He's and got he's a great storyteller. Great storyteller. He, he's got the greatest imagination. Gift of the gab. He's got the gift of the gab. I mean, he's he's got vision. He's he's. Rela- I mean, he's got it all. And, so you know, what's the most magical memory you have? For, you know, experience with Kevin. Like, what's one of those times that just kind of like, wow, that was really cool. Something that jumps out. I mean, there's a lot, but the first thing that jumped into my head when you said that was when I was working on Cop Out 
I, I love Tracy them. Morgan. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. We wa- we actually watched it recently because yeah. of the whole yeah. Tracy Morgan thing. Sean William Scott and then uh, Bruce Willis. and Kevin actually called me. Uh, well, we were playing poker at the stash. Nice little game. And uh, <laughs> so How do I get invited to those parties? <laughs> well, they haven't been for a while, but uh, they should come back, Kevin, if you're listening. <laughs> so... Uh, he took me to the back. I bathroom. hope so. Oh, so do I. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Yes. He's he, probably cursing. What is Hurdy saying yes. now? <laughs> so he took me to the back of the stash, and he said, I need to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm doing a movie with Bruce Willis. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Because as everybody probably knows, that's mine and Kevin's, was Kevin's, uh, one, of, one of our idols back in the day. I actually saw the video for Return of Bruno. I saw the video special. Uh, I'm so did of, I. I'm one of those I lucky had, guys. I, had the, I have the VHS. I still saw I will still cite the joke of seven girl bass players. Like whenever I'm saying we should put a project together with seven girl bass players. Yeah, but my my, my tape wore out. Okay, and yeah. I searched the internet to find another one so I could have a replacement on VHS. No, my my. Uh, oh, your your audio copy. Yes, it was stuck in the uh, yeah. the the, the car. The, yeah, but I I and then I well I. That got stuck, got ruined. We're talking about Return of Bruno, yes. folks. For those, yes, like, it, was, it was Bruce Willis's. Like he had a he had a, <laughs> he had a movie special to right. launch his album on HBO, and yeah, it's a very obscure little period ah, for him because I'm a blues man. and <laughs> yes. I, I love it. So, but anyway, he told me that I'm gonna you're gonna do a, a movie with Bruce Willis. I was like, all right, well, I'm, uh, I don't give a shit. Whatever I do, I'm gonna you know, walk in the scene when I'm gonna do this. Well, you would, I'm there. Don't matter. Yeah. He goes, it's no, I, Bruce Willis. yeah. He goes, uh, no, you're going to have a scene with him, a couple lines. We're going to mm-hmm. do a little thing. I was like, really? Dude, that's fucking awesome. So I just saw the movie. I'm trying to recall the scene. <laughs> well, that's, well, so my scene was, you know, obviously it was with Bruce Willis, Sean William Scott, and myself, and Tracy is outside the store on the, on the phone. And we robbed the store. That's me right. And, that's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. So, yes. And, that's right. Because we're like, there's Ernie. Yeah. Me and, <laughs> me and Sean run in. I tase Bruce Willis, blah, blah, blah. So the the day, I mean. The, with Stifler. With Stifler, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is, a, again, a, an awesome guy on set. But, uh, yeah, Kevin called me the d- night before just to kind of vent a little bit at, uh, about Bruce. Everybody knows that he, he was having a problem with, with Willis. Yeah. Uh, so he knew that he could talk to me because of our history with Willis and the whole and he didn't want he didn't want to set me up to be uh disappointing when I got So he was warning you Bruce yeah, he was, dick. yeah pretty much he was warning me but I said you know what Kevin I is, know we loved the show when we were kids yeah, yeah he's like I'm just letting you know I was like whatever it is it is but my couple days I shot like three days and it was awesome but uh I'd have to say the second day in we were at they were, you know, we took a break and they were setting some lights and some gear and rigging something up. Me and Kevin are sitting two of the, like, if you want to call them director type chairs. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at all the movie scenery and the, all the gear and the streets of Brooklyn and everything's going on. And Bruce Willis is there and Tracy. And I just, you know, I just had a moment. I turned to Kevin. I said, dude, I mean, it's like, <laughs> look where we're at. I mean, did you ever think that? Coming from, you know, 
our little comedy troupe of uh, you know Scmods and Hudson. We're on a mov- major movie set with Bruce, with Bruce Willis. Willis dude. What is it that Bruce Willis legitimizes it somehow? You know what well, I mean? Because well, he's been on those. He's sets an before. A-list superstar. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I mean, and it's yeah. and it's our childhood, you know, yeah. crush. I guess you want to say. I mean, <laughs> man crush. Man crush. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that that. That was one of that was just one of many moments that uh, was. Do you uh, play harp? Do you, do you play harp? I right? tried playing the harp, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have no patience. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I would love to play the harp, but I just didn't. I never got to it. I would love to play that the guitar, but you know, I just have to chase the ladies instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that got you in some trouble every now and then. <sighs> well. It th- no, it didn't get me into trouble. It just that occupied a lot of my time, you know, and, and money. <laughs> <laughs> I had three jobs to <laughs> do what I had to do. I forgot my question. I just went. Phew. Anyone right. got sh- shooting? He's having a brain yeah. fart. Yeah, I get him a lot. It's all right. And and it's funny is once you get him, that's what happens in your forties. I know where it's coming from, brother. <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> so, what's next for you? What are you, what, what are your plans next? Uh, or are you allowed to talk about it? Oh, um, well, there's a few things. I mean, uh, as far as my uh, uh, somewhat entertainment-type career, I guess you could call it, I will, I've will. i just got the word that I will be doing another episode of Comic Book Men. Awesome. Um, I'm not sure the, of what's going on, but... Will it be bowling again? I don't know. I don't know what this, what they're doing or what they, you know, what the scenario is of, of, the, of the day, but... Um, all I do know is uh, it'll be a recognizable, uh, um, I could say, I don't know. It'd be very recognizable to Kevin's fans. Okay. Is so, there any truth to the rumor that you may be taking over Highlands of People History as a podcast? Or is that just something he's trying to get you to do? He's been, at, he's been on me for almost two years to do my own podcast. I think uh, you should. And... Um, for one, I, I'm a, when it comes to something like that, I'm like a perfection. I'm very anal. And I <laughs> so want, if you were. It has to be a certain way. I know what I want it to do. I have the title. I know what the form, kind of the format is. It's just that I, I have on my plate right now I, a lot of stuff. And if I can't dedicate 100% of the time to it, I'm not going to do it. You're one of those. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I want to do it. And he wants me to do it on a weekly basis. I'd like to do it on like a bi-weekly or monthly basis. The Highlands thing is cool, but it's there. I have, you know, my own title, my own way of doing it. Obviously, the town will be referenced a lot during the podcast if I do it. But other things like, you know, uh, what we grew up on, old school hip-hop, would be huge in in the podcast. Uh, Yeah, because me and Kevin grew up on that. Uh, so that's going to be in there. And then how Kevin influenced me and other people in the industry, which I don't think he may or may not, and most people don't probably realize how far out he reaches <laughs> when, it, when it comes to the industry and and people in film and, and getting started. I mean, I just met a guy a couple of weeks ago. I was walking through a uh, a con, and, and uh, I was admiring his – his um setup of his movie that he's trying to get out mm-hmm. which is very professional looking and uh i didn't say nothing to him i just walked by you know i was just as you know and he saw me and he he looks at me he goes you're ernie o'donnell right and i was like 
Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's kind of strange yeah. to this day that people still recognize you. But he goes, yeah, I know who you are. He's like, you know, you're Kevin's blah, blah, blah. And, he, and we started talking and stuff. So just randomly like that, I mean, things happen where it's, people are saying, oh, the only reason I'm this or the reason I'm that is because of clerks or because of that or because of Kevin. And, and it's really, really amazing how far uh, he's he's gotten to the uh, to the public with his stuff. And he doesn't, you know, I'm not, and I'm, I'm, you know, I don't need to kiss Kevin's ass, trust me. <laughs> but I don't think people, ri- the entertainment industry in general, not his, you know, subcultural type fans, yeah. but the, indus- the industry in general, I don't think they realize the impact he's had on pop culture. I, I really don't. I mean, it's, I see You're it. preaching to the choir here. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, it's, you know, I I'm see I'm pouring it. around a podcast to interview no, people that know Right, <laughs> but it's, I mean, this is basically for, for Kevin's fans. Yeah. You know, and everything he's built is for his fans, and obviously it's getting bigger and bigger, and a lot more people are listening. He's got one of the biggest, you know, podcast networks going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, I, you know. It's I, like what I was saying the other, a couple of weeks ago. My podcast is is, is picking up steam. Right. It's growing right. because of the fan base. Right. But then I turn to my father-in-law and I go to share, you know, this this wonderful, like, hey, who's Kevin Smith? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what? <laughs> who's Kevin Smith? And, yeah, people have no clue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, you know, who he is. Because this man has changed my life. How do you not I know? know. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. Well, I think the big thing that helped Kevin with that was his all his appearances on The Tonight Show. Yeah. You know, and I was, hap- you know, I was out in L.A. and he actually took me there when I was in the green room. We were hanging out and I got to see the whole thing. And, you know, it was just. And the spoken word shows. Yeah. I think they, they kicked open a lot. Of yeah. The stuff. college stuff. Yeah, yeah. And all that, you know, all the venues he used to do. And but, yeah, it's those were great. Like when yeah. those first came out, I was like, wow, yeah. this is so yeah. oh, the, the wisdom. Yeah. But I mean, he's a, he's a he's a god when it comes to like, you know. Comic cons and all that kind of stuff. So, how did scamods come about? Like, what was? I mean, we the, the when, comedy troupe. Yeah, whenever Kevin tells a story, it just sort of you know, it just sort of appears. But yeah, I mean, things well, like that don't just appear; uh, they take work. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, state, county, municipal offender status system. Yes, that's from the Blues Brothers. Correct. Yeah, we decided that that was going to be our comedy troupe name because we wanted something different. Okay. So did you guys just, was the talent show always the thing or was it more like, hey, let's start a comedy troupe for the fuck of it? No, no. What, when, we got, when we got to high school, mm-hmm. and I think Kevin, I hate to say it, brother, but I think he misquoted when he told the story was when we got there, there was no talent show. We got, we and him got there and we wanted a platform to do and something. And you guys had no football team. That was another big no thing. No football team. Yeah. No. So... There was no platform for us to do anything, and we were itching to do stuff. Um, so Kev was part of student council, I believe, and I think I may have been somewhat like a half-assed kind of way. And we proposed a talent show, and they thought it was the greatest thing in the world. To who? To, to the school board? To the, or well, the student council did. Then it had to get approved, okay. and they thought it was great. So me and Kevin got that started. How long? Is it still That running? was freshman year. Is it still running? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I really don't like, know. That's mine, bitch. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we started it, and then uh, at that point, we knew that we were going to do like because we were big into SNL, and we knew we wanted to do like a type of comedy sketch, Groundlings kind of thing, Second City stuff. So 
Kev would write or we'd come up, we'd riff and come up with stories and ideas and blah, 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 and this and that. And then we'd go to, me and Kevin would go to his house and write. Well, he would write, I'd throw ideas out. But at the end of the day, it all came down to Kevin's writing and, and what he put on the paper. And Stick to the sorry, script, O'Donnell? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Stick to the script. But I was... <laughs> <laughs> that was from uh, yeah. uh, The Snowball Effect, I believe. Uh, well, yeah, Which is a great film. No, not really. Oh, I love the snow. I watch the snowball effect more than I watch Clerks nowadays. Uh, I find that see that's another one of those examples of the magic. That whole story is magical. The 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 story of how it's Clerks. somewhat magical, but not all true. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> are you saying there's propaganda in that tale? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> well, there were certainly omissions in the in that film. There was uh, and Brian. The story of how Brian's falling out. There was myth, mistruths. About uh, some things, but um, so yeah, we we just wanted a venue. going on to bad ground here. Mm-hmm. Should I start editing? No. <laughs> so we wanted a, a platform, and we created Smod Smod uh, Smods, mm-hmm. and I made shirts up, and I drew up a, a whole thing. We had a, I mean, we were in the paper. We were, I mean, we were pretty, we were pretty big, actually, for, for high school. Yeah, you know, if you, which you know. one was the first sketch you wrote or performed? Well, Kevin or? wrote. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. I say you and a. General term. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I was, if you wanted to categorize it, Kevin, I had creative input. Kevin was the master writer. Uh, master. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fucking guy's awesome. He was. Uh, At a very young age, yes, too. I yes. Mean, that, yes. Writing fucking very, comedy sketches. Very good with the English language, too. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and I was kind of an organizer. Overly. I, yeah. I organized <laughs> a lot of stuff, collected a lot of different things, and he did makeup also, which a lot of people don't know. That's right. Yeah, what he did a lot that? of special effects makeup. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it So was, you don't remember which one was first? I, uh, we did, f- yeah, I'm not I know sure. You did the Keebler album. You yeah, did, we did Ronald Keebler, McDonald. Right. Did, we did that. We did the, the Oompa Loompas was our, was the, one of the best. The Honey Oompas? The Honey Oompas, man. Oh, God. That was just genius. For those listening who don't know, it was a sketch wherein, uh, the Oompa Loompas played the honeymooners. The honeymooners it was the yeah. honeymooners, but with Oompa Loompas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. basic comedy premise. Yeah. That was probably the best next to our uh, Blues Brothers routine. But then you take an egg in the face during the uh, James Bond one or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I figure that's got to be a crowd pleaser. Yeah, Anytime no, anyone we, gets egged on stage. Well, what would happen was we would, uh, we'd never have to audition or show them our show. You just, you were in. We were in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just in. We we're gonna, you know, we were we were very vague then. We were like, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and l- tell them kind of the storyline of what we're gonna do, and Kevin to do a layout format. So here, this is what we're doing. Okay, fine, that sounds great. Once we got on stage, gloves were off. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we would so. stick to the script, but you know, things got a little more animated. You know, a little more gestures here and there. I got a little, you know. Showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. So it seems like you had a bigger acting bug. In, yeah. In, I, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think Kevin would disagree that yeah, I was probably, uh, yeah, the more prominent <laughs> act, actor. You were the leading man. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say that, but I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, among the three of you. Yeah. I mean, but. <laughs> uh, one. Yeah. I mean, but, um, yeah, we got in trouble a couple times after those shows. We had detention. We got suspended. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Even with all the write-ups in the paper and everything? Yeah. See, huh? They couldn't stop us on stage once we started. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I would smoke cigarettes up there, and that was totally, no, no, no. They couldn't do that. So we got, oh. we got detention for that for I don't know how many fucking days. How many oh, years yeah. did you do it? You did it, and how many shows were there a year? There was one a year. We did three. I didn't do the fourth. Kevin did the fourth, and that's with some rap thing or something. Yeah, that's the beginning. Is that the beginning? Does it all come back to the, the scamads? Yes. That. Wow. See, I really figured it would be a woman. No. Just because that's usually what it is. No. Do you want to share it, or, or is it? Okay. Uh. You can be general. You don't have to go anywhere. I, I, I don't want to embarrass you. No, you're not embarrassing I also don't want to bum out the whole... I don't I'm want the whole interview to be like a negative trip. Until no, I no, no. I'm not embarrassed <laughs> at all by it. I mean, and I don't want to uh, say anything bad about Kevin, but we if were... If I could just say, like, the reason when when Gene was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm talking with Ernie, like... As much as I like you on the movie, I'm a fan of the fact that you are sort of my savior's best buddy from his kingdom. I'm the I'm the OG. <laughs> yes, you are. You're fu- you are man. I am so the I'm a fan OG. that you're. Fr- I'm a fan of your friendship with Kevin. I mean, that's really it. Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, I just think he he lost his mind for a brief moment. <laughs> that was a T who lost his mind. Yeah, he lost his mind for a brief moment, and. Uh, I'll say, you know, he wanted the spotlight for once. Oh, really? Well, not that he didn't have it before, because he did. Because I, I mean, again, without his writing and his direction of how we're, you know, going to do something, there would have been nothing, you know. But he'd give me great parts and great things to do, and uh, you know, like you said, I was more of the had the more of the actor bug, yeah. where you know, because he used to. I mean, he talks about how you were the guy who. Hey, let's. We won't play with figures. Yeah, let's. You know, let's play these games. Let's right, right. These so, right. Yeah. So I was kind of, I was kind of getting more attention. I guess that's the only way I could look. I'll say I was kind of getting a little more attention, and I got led to believe I was going to be in the final senior year uh, talent show up until two weeks before, and then it went. Ouch! <laughs> yeah. And then he did the rap thing. Yes, wow. which. So he was mad. He probably like a spiteful thing or something. I, I, I mean, yeah. Again, this yeah. is all childhood yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's all childhood yeah, bullshit. Yeah. It's all under the we've all gone yeah, through. Yeah, it. it's all under the under the bridge, if you say. But you know, yeah. I mean, again, I just like hearing because I like drawing parallels. Right, but you got to remember, me and Kevin were huge into rap. <laughs> now we're talking. Did rap play into this too? We're talking <laughs> back in the day, you know, Beastie Boys, Run DMC, when all that stuff was hot. Yeah. I mean. Me and I Kevin, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, so do I. Me and Kevin would make weekly pil- pil- pilgrimages to Jack's Music Shop to get the newest tapes that came out. Okay, right? that was like our Where's thing. Where's Jack's? It's uh, That's a- now it's across from the stash. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It used to, it used to be. I want to say it was either where the stash is or Surf Taco is right now, originally. Surf Taco. That name comes up so much. Yeah. It's like you can't talk about the stash without talking about oh, Surf right next Taco. Door, yeah. And don't they have to share a bathroom or something? Oh, yeah. Which I might be remodeling soon. <laughs> um, yeah, they were saying you did all that work. Back yeah. Then. So, that, yeah. I had, I'm not going to say it. I, I, I'll say this. I had some rap skills. For a white, <laughs> for a white boy, I had some rap skills back Better then. Better than Ming? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were yeah. the peanut gallery's chairman. Back in the day, I could spit. So, 
It was. Um, Anything you want to? You want to no, regale us with some? No. Lay down some no, rhymes? No. I st- it's funny. I fucking. <laughs> I'll be. I I listen to backspin on Sirius all the time. So, I'll be in my truck and if I turn it off, I'll just start. You know, freestyle it about something. And I'm like, God damn! I still got it, motherfucker. <laughs> I can do this shit. <laughs> but I I'm like, all the time you too. know, I'm like I'm 45, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, this ain't happening no more. That's why I play drums now. I used to be a lead singer, but I realized I'm never gonna. No one wants to see a 44 year old man standing up on stage singing. Yeah, hide in the back. So yeah, I got the wor- I got the word that he was doing something, and uh, he kind of avoided me the last week before the show. So, but we hashed it. We kind of hashed it out, and then things kind of went south for a while. And that that's where the riff started. Yeah. And then he wrote Clerks, and he's like, with you as the actor, if I recall. He, because he didn't know anybody. He uh, wrote... Uh, you were, Dante, I was working at East Point Condominiums. Were you Dante or Randall? Which one Dante. Okay. Yes, I was working at East Point. And he was going to be Randall. Me and Kev were kind of trying to somewhat get back together a little bit. I mean, we were... I, was, I just want to say, that's so... In- that is so interesting to me because there's something that happens in adolescence right. where you don't only just rebel against your parents, but I've found that you're you're re- you're rebelling against everything from your past, and I think that's really what was going on during that period. And I'm a total nut job for even bringing this up, but no, it was just it was just a clusterfuck of stuff that was going on. To be yeah, honest, but I it's, mean, it really was. It's so natural and normal. Yeah, but at the same time, it just well again, it was I was. A hustler. I was working three jobs. I was doing my thing. I had a steady girl, and you know, that that real tight brother friendship thing was really not like what it used to be because no. I didn't get to see him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of so, sucked. Yeah, I know it's so weird. And it's you know, just, but you that's, think gro- yourself, that's growing up. What? Ha- yeah, exactly. And what happened? And yeah. you know, so, how did that slip away? And yeah, yeah I, I totally mean, get you. I get it. I mean, I understand where he came from. But yeah, he called me one day at work and uh, said, uh, you know, he was doing the film school kind of deal. And he said, and he, he had fallen in with the tough kids. Yeah, <laughs> over at the rec center. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> you're thinking kid. Walter, aren't you? No, right, Walter. Walter's a great guy. I, I love, know, but I'm saying Walter. tough kid. Oh no, no not over with. No, come on. I know. <laughs> but Ke- he Ke- thought, Kevin thought Walter was a tough boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they, yeah. Well, Kevin knows a guy, the tough guys I used to hang around with. But, so. Which is apparently an expression that came from his mom. Yeah. Tough yeah. boys. Yeah, those tough boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay away from them. But, yeah, so he called me and he said, I have something for you. I wrote a script and with you in mind is the lead and I, I want you to read it. So I read it. Thought it was good. I probably shouldn't have said a couple of things. I thought it was a little too vulgar. It was Kevin's yeah. script was way ahead of its time. Oh yeah, I mean it was just fucking like out. I mean I've heard it was a lot longer and more it was a little jointed. Yeah, it was a little longer, now. but I mean it was a great story and the the writing was amazing, but it was very vulgar. And at that time, in that era, that shit wasn't around. Yeah, and I was like, Kev, really? I mean, I think it's great, but you going to get away with this? That's the way I was thinking about it. In long term, are you going to be able to do this and let this thing get released? That's how I looked at it. Yeah. And, uh, but did you guys really – I would think that it's a fair assessment that anyone walking into the project would think of it as like a student film. You know, you're, you don't think you're making a Hollywood blockbuster, 
You know, you're well, you know you're shooting them black and white. It's a small crew. None when I read it, mm-hmm. none of that was even in the picture. None of that was thought. And in the back of my mind, it's like, yeah, we're going to make a film. Yeah, you know, and it's going to be big. Oh wow! So that was the no. That, that's that's just that because, was always the mindset. Well, yeah, because me and Kevin. I mean, you know, it's like the dynamic duo is back yeah. together. Here we go. We're gonna, <laughs> and this is it. This is a, you know, Kevin wrote a great script. It was awesome, and you know, some shit's gonna happen now. And I made that comment about the vulgarity, which you know, he never liked when I commented about his writing, which is you know, fine because you know, every artist has a creative side and they see their own yeah. vision on something. But, I mean, so I I mentioned that about the vulgarity and blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, you're probably going to get a fucking X here, dude. You know? Which he almost did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, hey, what are you, is your mother thinking? <laughs> 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 you know, I grew up with Grace. So I was like, really? Uh, I was like, holy shit. So he said, yeah, I want, you're going to play you know, this. And then I th- thought, you know. There was no funnier story, by the way, than you being held outside. Oh, but, I but know. Did shit. John really yell like that? Ah, somewhat. Right. Yes, I love yeah, that. somewhat. Oh, yeah, he did somewhat. Yeah, <laughs> but then he said Belly was going to be Silent Bob, and uh, you know, he said something. We really didn't go into all the character details, but I knew at that point that Kevin kind of wasn't going to be in it really because he says, you know, again, he said oh, I'm not really an actor; I'm a writer. Yeah. I said okay. I said, I said I'd love to do it. I'll, you know, let me read it. I'll check it out. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay, that happened, and. uh I said, just keep me informed. Let me know what's going on. And then he just said, oh, one day, you know, we're going to have auditions. I said, okay. And I was up at the Playhouse? Yeah, I was at the Playhouse. So uh, I was talking to him a little bit. And he, I said, oh, uh, auditions are happening. He goes, yeah. He's like, you should stop by. I said, yeah, you know, I'll see if I can stop by. Now I stop him by. There was no intent to actually or no, you know, I wasn't gonna plan. I wasn't planning on going there. Yeah, there was no need. For you figured me. you had the role. There was no need for me to go there. Yeah, I had the role. Yeah, so I didn't have to audition. He knew what I could do. He knew, yeah. what, you know, he knew my my story and shit. So I showed up. Brought Jeff Anderson with me. You don't know how many stories I've heard about, like the model who goes to the model audition right. with her beautiful friend yeah. who, like, doesn't – they get picked. Yeah. yeah. So I brought Jeff with me <laughs> Kiss and, and, and Belly. And because uh, I thought Jeff was, was a quiet but funny son of a bitch in school. He had really good comic uh, timing and He's stuff. He's got that voice. Too. Yeah. He's and got that voice. He was just – I thought he would be good in the films somewhere. Yeah. You know, and I said, you got to do this. It's Kevin. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, why not? You know, so I got him to go there. That's funny. I don't, yeah, there's a little piece I didn't know. I didn't know you brought oh, it's, it. It's, you brought it's, it's, yeah, it's documented somewhere, but it, <laughs> it's not well known. But yeah. Uh, so we were just hanging out in the back or on the side uh, doing our thing, watching everything going on. And Kevin kind of looked at me and he goes, you got a minute? And I was like, yeah. So what do you need? He goes, can you throw some lines for me with somebody? Sure, I'd do that. You know, obviously yeah. I'm going there to help out. I'm, you know, he wants me to throw lines just like a casting director would do. Yeah. So, okay. I go up there, I threw some lines with somebody, got done, walked off the stage. Okay, see you later. You know, went back, pop up, didn't think nothing of it. And then I got the phone call a couple of days later that the part wasn't mine no more. And you were being Rick Darius. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, I was like, well, 
All right, were you pissed? Was I? Now Fuck I can yeah. be told. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I well, as soon as he told me, he, I was like, well, all right, what am I? Am I Randall? He goes, no, that's Jeff. I was like, oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> the I guy was. fucking brought to the goddamn thing. Yeah. And I and he goes, I said, oh, bo- sign a Bob, maybe? You know, that's why I just ran down the list. <laughs> Wasn't that Bellico? Yeah. He goes, well, I was giving it to Belly, but I'm going to play that now. I was like, oh, okay. I said, at that point, I just gave up and I was like, all right, so, you know, it's his movie. It's, his money whatever he wants to do you know he's the general at this point you know so i said whatever what do you got what do you want me to do and he said oh you're playing rick Darris. i was like okay <laughs> whatever you know at that point i just shut down to be honest yeah you know and hey, fuck this guy <laughs> no, no, no it wasn't a fuck this guy it was just it was just kind of like a you know well it's not very surprising yeah it just felt yeah yeah it just kind of just. So when did it unice up? There, I want to try and bring this around to positive stuff because well, no, I feel I mean, like we're dwelling on the the you know, this yeah, is the I mean, miserable. No, it's not miserable. It's just I mean, <laughs> it's, it's life. It's yeah, it's life, it. dude. I mean, and like I said before, I mean, we're still friends, so yeah, which I mean, is good. None of that shit can take us down, as far as uh, as I'm concerned. But so what happened post clerk? So after the, I mean, obviously there's 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 bruised feelings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't, uh, I, you know, it did really well. It went to Cannes, yeah. it went to Sundance. I mean, I'm obviously, everybody's telling me about what's going on because, you know, they know how close we were. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I just didn't want to hear it at that point because you don't think it's going to take off, even though I had the. Yeah, you wanted to. I had the vision that, was, that he was going to get really big with this thing. But when the lead got taken away from me, I was like, well. Okay, I, I just you know now it really is going somewhere, and I'm like, okay, I'm not a part of it. I am, and I mean, I wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to say where you know, in my career, that is uh, essentially that is probably you know the biggest moment of my career, you know, in a sense. I mean, it's it's a legendary, iconic film. I mean, it's not it, your funniest part, though. No, no, no. But it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's iconic. I really like the cop. <laughs> right. I mean, but it's iconic. I mean, it's, it's one of those films that just, I mean, we were just at, I was just at a convention with Marilyn and Brian and Scott and, and, uh, it just, it amazes me the longevity that this film has. If I recall, the soon to be Batman actually paid you a compliment by saying that Rick Darris was his favorite character. Oh, yeah, Ben? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck. But when I saw Affleck at uh I saw him at some premiere. I I can't remember which one it was. Maybe <laughs> it was Listen to you. I saw him at some premiere. No, I I'm <laughs> sure, I think it might have been not that I was at that yeah. many, but I think it might have been Jersey Girl. And uh I said something to him about that and he started laughing. He goes, "Yeah, man." But no, it's it's a I'm I guess I could. I would say I really probably wouldn't change anything at this point. I had a feeling you said that. Yeah, because it's you know what it's it's like I said to Kevin a long time ago. I said you know all that shit's in the past. We got over it. We're in a great place right now. Uh, you know we can go months without talking to each other, and then we'll get together or talk. And it's like, so what pulled? So what what what, what pulled us back yeah, together? Yeah, what patched it up? What was the fun? Well, there was there was a couple of years where it was in and out between movies here and there where he I'd call or I'd say, you know, what do you got? You got something or anything? And now blah, blah, blah. And it'd be back and forth. And he'd throw me in a film here, throw me in a film there. And it, there was still kind of that, you know, mending the bridge kind of deal. But 
I'd have to say that the thing that, as strange as it is, as it is the thing that got us back to where we should be and the, probably where we are today is poker. Oh, wow. Just playing cards. Yeah. That's cool. Just playing cards. That's simple. Yeah. It's very simple. <laughs> it's, you know, because it's when you get together with somebody like that that you know that well and, and it's just, it's just you know, it's a kind of a natural kind of deal. It's just, yeah, and I, I, I think we discussed it briefly uh, at one point. Uh, real quick, you know how guys are. It's yeah, fucking, you don't want to talk about anything emotional. Yeah, yeah. We don't like, want to talk about our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it was like we said a couple words to each other. It was like, yeah, that's yeah. this is good, buddy. This is good. And I was like, yeah, this is good. So yeah, now everything's fuck. You know, is awesome now. It's just again, it's like it's like a brother. Yeah, you know how it is. How do you feel about his weed consumption? He was never ever a drug addict. I know. Any I, kind I, I, growing up, <laughs> ever, and. uh he actually got pissed at one point uh, when I was out. In I know he doesn't. I know he was never an alcohol guy. Nah, he tried a little yeah. bit, but that wasn't. What, his what was the drunk Kev like in the in, he was, <laughs> in the in your teens? I mean, he was kind of. He was fine. He wasn't. He wasn't a crazy. Like he wasn't crazy. Like a crazy drunk or an asshole. <laughs> he didn't anything. take his cock out and start no, measuring I, it with other people. Or I anything? did that. <laughs> I know. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> 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 that fucking story, Jesus. <laughs> You're the one who told it. You can't be mad at anyone. Oh man. Oh God, help me. <laughs> For those, uh, I think it's if I think it's on the EOD episode of Smodcast. I don't. Yeah, know but you got to. Well, it, he you can hear that story in its entirety. He leads me down a road. <laughs> he's he's the master. So yes, he, he sets you up and you walk he in. Lets, he leads me down a road. I and I have a feeling I know where he wants me to go. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not to disappoint. <laughs> so, That's so funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny actually. So when you guys sit down and talk now, do you feel like you picked it up like when you were kids again? Does it have the same rhythm as? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're cool. It's just that I've come to I've come to re- to realize. That he has a really fucked up schedule. Oh, yeah. You know, and he's he said to me a while ago. He's like, I'm just. He's like, I'm I'm going a thousand miles an hour. I'm getting pulled in a thousand different directions. He's like, I, you know, I can't. I may not respond to you all the time. I may not call, but I get. I'm. You know, I hear <laughs> I love you. you, man. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> I I hear you. He's like, I just, you know, I can't get to it. All right, and I get it. I yeah. I I mean, the guy's fucking busy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's one thing I'm becoming acquainted with. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, you, you how take, many people want a piece of them too? I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, so you take the moments you get and you just go with it. Yeah, you know, it's it is what it is at this point. You, you know, tell me it. about doodly do. Oh God, <laughs> I love that. By the way, that was, I almost cried when I heard that. No, he I, almost I, cried. <laughs> it was. Just, it's just one of those moments. It was just like, wow, that is such a that, that is such a cool little thing, you know. Uh, Come on, just, share it. Do, it doesn't sound very cool. I know. Right? It sounds very gay. I mean, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there but, goes the love thing again we talked about. Yeah. You know? But I, mean, I, don't, I didn't even mean gay like that way. I mean gay and like, <laughs> you know, like when you're a child, like gay, stupid, you know, like synonymous with it. It sounds very weird. <laughs> uh, the Dooley Doo was kind of like a, it's a callback of sorts. It was a, a calming effect. Well, but it, how does that come out? You know, that's, a, that's a, an interesting one. Well, it was a, to, to get you guys to stop fighting. Yeah, I mean, some kind of, somehow we created the Dooley Do out of some sort of comedy routine that we may have seen or or heard, and some we morphed it into Dooley Do. Me and him, mm-hmm. 
for whatever reason, I can't remember how we morphed it into Mike too. Uh, no, no, it was kind of just a me and Kevin kind of thing. I mean, okay. Belly would do it every once in a while, but it, that was just to you know be a smart ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it basically came down to I should have oh I should have played Bellicos his, uh, his his freshman year. Because uh-huh. he, he busted on you. He said, I'm not going to be wordy like this guy. And he points, oh, apparently he points yeah. it He's a man of little words, Belly. <laughs> but, uh, in a row? In a row. That's it. So, yeah, we, we made like a pact as, as, as high schoolers that said, if we ever get mad at each other, if I say doodly do, it's over, right? And we shook on it like, you know, and that was that. And a lot of, you know, little squabbles got squashed because of just that. What I thought was interesting is that you put it in the yearbook. Yes. And he went and put some oh, like. He, yeah, beers. And, bo- <laughs> yeah. and that wasn't him at all. I know. It's so crass. Yeah. I was like, you're a fucking poser, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> That's funny. But it, the Dooley, th- yeah, because the Dooley do hit hard because after the whole talent show night, the next day he came up to me and said that. and <laughs> It didn't. It didn't resonate. Oh, really? So it was the first time the doodly do backfired. Yeah, you were like, "Dude, I'll show you fucking doodly do, <laughs> doodly do on my fucking ass." Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. foot up your ass. It did. It didn't. It didn't work. But no, it 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 had a lot of weight, man. That had that had a lot of weight. When I heard that, man, it was one of those moments. I was like, you know, that's that's you could just hear two friends. You know, that just one of those things that my Grinch heart grew three yeah. times that yeah, day. No. Stupid story. Yeah, there was that, and there was the, the Falcon and the Snowman kind of thing. And the Falcon and the Snowman? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you talk about that? No, we know. didn't get it. Oh, yeah. hey, oh, you can't open a can of worms no. and not go there. Yeah, that's another kind of, that was just like a code thing with notes and shit. And the Falcon and the Snowman? Yeah, well, it was based on the movie with, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Sean Penn. And uh, Timothy Hutton. I'm thinking of the Scarecrow and Mrs. King. That's oh the show. no, 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 no! This <laughs> but, is yeah. a movie, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I know. So that, but the, to reference to what he said before, I, I know you had asked me, and I, I totally ignored it. Was he mentioned in the yearbook about Bernie? Oh yeah, Bernie, the drawing. I started a comic when I was a kid. Ah, and it was the Adventures of of Bernie. What Bernie looked like? Ah, uh, he kind of. Uh, because you drew them, apparently. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything was hand drawn. You drew the boxes. You drew everything by hand on, you know, on the notepad. And uh, but you, you apparently drew them in that yearbook. I probably did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of looked like a, a something like maybe what a cartoon lion would look like in a way, mm-hmm. with a, a, a like a mane and a large nose and you know big eyes. It was kind of cartoonish looking. But I did that, and then Kevin. Kevin's comic book strip that he did was The Adventures of Mike. Belkos? Yes. <laughs> so he made it, his hero was Mike? Well, I, I, I'm not. Or were they sarcastic? No, they were, they were pornographic. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> I mean, he'd make full outs. He'd draw dicks? He drew everything. He drew Mike sucking dick and <laughs> loads getting blown and and girls getting. Oh, it was, oh he would. It was awesome, man. He would do like a, I don't know if he did like a weekly, or I forget, but it'd take him a little while, but he'd give them to us like every couple of weeks, he'd give us the the new episode. And we'd cop. Sounds like Smodcast. Yeah, and we'd kind of cop, and they'd go around our our circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And then 
Belly would get get them. They'd be his because Kevin would give them to him because mm-hmm. he wrote them for Belly. And he was writing a lot of notes and making a oh, lot yeah. of cartoons. Oh guy. yeah. So Belly saved all those. Still. Wow. Yeah. What, who do I have to who do I have to blow to get a look yeah. at? <laughs> well, we said when we were playing back in a, a couple of years ago, when we were playing at the stash poker. Bell, I said to Belly something about the comics, and uh, Kevin had did some Playboy interview or something, some pretty well known Playboy interview, and I we had said, well, you should give them to Kevin or something and have them run them in Playboy, because I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the only place they could go. Yeah, or you know, some sort of. Yeah, 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 but since he was so, well, since he was associated with Playboy, that's right. Yeah, because his, yeah. his wife did the right, shoot. right. We thought that that would be pretty cool, but yeah, Kevin at one point wanted him, and I don't think Belly would give him up. Man, it's pretty wild those things. He doesn't talk much about those, but <laughs> <laughs> I get, no, he doesn't. This yeah, the Adventures Revolution. of Mike. The Adventures of Mike. Yeah, is Kev- he gonna get pissed at you? That he said it? No, no, it's Kev's. First pornographic comic show. Ah. <laughs> wow, one for the ages. Yeah, and, got, he, and we all scared. we all used to doodle. Belly used to doodle, and and Kevin and myself, and you know nothing. Do you still? It. Do you still? Do I gave I I gave drawing up a long time ago. I like to draw when I was a kid, but then like at some point, like my drawing is still like it was back then. If I drew now, it would still look. Yeah, like I, I again, I'm too much. I'm too anal. I'm too much of a perfectionist. I had to give it up. The last thing I drew, perfect. Like I don't want to say professionally, but. For somebody was Belly's work shirt. I drew I drew a, a for Belly's plumbing. I drew like oh, okay. a a a guy, a guy with an ass crack sticking out and kind of looked like Belly. Not the whole thing, and it's been on his shirt for like the last ten years. Oh wow! He's even yeah. got the carpet to crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I stopped, man. But I was no way near as good as somebody like Walt Flanagan. I mean, Walt's just fucking. Yeah, he's Walt's good. the shit, man. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. I have some of his comics. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, Walt's good. I mean, hands down. What's oh. the funniest memory you remember about Grace or Don? Something just cracked you up or? Well, again, like, well, Don, there wasn't there wasn't much with Don because he was a man of few words. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't home a lot because he was always working and, you know, because of his hours. But and I would try my hardest, not that I didn't like that Don was a great guy, but, you know, as a kid, you were kind of intimidated and scared. Of some of dad. Yeah, of dad. Yeah. And, and, you know, when he'd yell at us when we would fuck up or do something, you know. And uh, the times that I would see him, he was kind of, you know, he'd give you a, hey, Ernie, how you doing, you know, kind of stuff. But How'd you get in here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, just maybe seeing him on on his chair, kind of in his underwear, kind of sleeping and drooling, kind of stuff. That was probably. Did you wis- witness the cats? Oh yeah, <laughs> the cats around the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Grace was just uh, scared of shit out of you because, I mean, she dropped the iron fist, man. I mean, you come home if we were late or we didn't get home, and or I, Kevin didn't get home in time because I'd walk home with him, mm-hmm. you know. And, we would maybe, oh, we'll go away, we'll have a donut, we'll do this, we'll do that. Yeah, bullshit. Fucking, we get to the door, Grace be there. You, da, 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 da. I mean, she'd be screaming and scared the fuck out of me, man. I mean, she, <laughs> she, I, she, uh, Kevin, she was like a, uh, a, a tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> Were you uptown or downtown? I was downtown. I, I recently went into the town and saw his house just before they raised it up. Me and Smitty were downtown. Belly was uptown. Okay, so 
How? Where were you? In, like, how close were you to this place? Um, did you flood out during? Or did, oh yeah, did that place flood out. Well, during? my my the house that I grew up in, it, well, in Sandy, yeah, it got flooded. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was just a joke. It was horrible. But yeah. um, I was I was on the other, not the other. I was in the middle of town. Kevin was on the other end. It was it, it was very amazing actually seeing. Like being in the neighborhood because right. it had a lot less space than I thought it oh, did. Oh, yeah. Like he would talk about the backyard. I'm like, what fucking backyard? No, it's tiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, There's no, nothing no, there. No. We, we would walk all. Yeah, we'd walk everywhere, man. Yeah. Walk well, it or, seemed like you could. Yeah. Yeah. And that, back then you'd walk everywhere. We'd take our bikes or, you know. Now, he would bike from his house to the stash. Was that? Uh, not the stash. The, the, the quick The, the quick convenience stuff? store. Yeah. Well, that seemed, we drove that. That seemed like a long drive for a bike. No, no. Fell, but, it was up that highway or whatever. Yeah, well, there was, he was at another convenience store, too, in Highlands. Okay. Originally. All right. All right. Yeah, was that which, Krauser's? Yeah, which wasn't far from his house. I was a Krauser's employee. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah so in my youth as well. He may have been talking. I don't know if he drove. I don't know. I think he, no, he was driving when he was at the quick stop. Well, he does have that one infamous episode with him on a bike talking into a recorder. And he he thinks he was biking from the convenience store home, but maybe he was at the Krausers. I don't know. But it was, seemed like a fucking long ride to be talking that much. Oh well, yeah, so it was the I emo mean, Kev sessions. I yes, know. yeah, yeah. But the uh, just I'm lost in the sauce right there, brother. <laughs> it's all right. Most of my interviews been lost in the sauce. I'm just more oogling and fanboying out over here. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. What should I be excited about next? Well, I mean. Me, me and Kev are work, me and Kev are working on on something. She just held up a little sign that said Clerks Three. Well, I mean, we all kind of know the story there. Well, Clerks Three is is yes, uh, it's it's work, happening. They're working out logistics right now, and yeah. it's just technical bullshit through the studios and whatever kind of crap. But yeah. they'll work it out. They, it has to be made. I mean, it's will Rick Darris be reprising his? I bluntly asked him if I'm in it, and he said yes. Okay. So, I mean, you know, once I see the, the script, then, you know. You haven't seen it? No, no, I don't care, Rick, to be <laughs> honest. I mean, I know it's good. Yeah. I talked to Brian O'Halloran about it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, he was on. He, he says it's talking. awesome. So, yeah. He, he, and I know Kevin don't write shit, so, I mean, yeah. that's really not the question. You don't ask when he says, oh, yeah, we got something. I don't, I don't even think about it. Let's just do it. Or, you know, where do you want me <laughs> kind of deal. But, yeah, that's that's something. But we're also working on, uh, you know, trying to do some sort of clerk's 20th uh, anniversary event. He has talked about that on, on the air. Probably yeah, he kind of let the cat out of the bag. I was trying to keep it uh, <laughs> under wraps until we got Well, he didn't say together. anything specific. He just said, we're looking at it. He said it on the air. Or on yeah, the he said that we're working on something and. They floated ideas, maybe playing the movie in front of the store and you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff we're shuffling around right now. But if it goes the way I think it's going to go, it's going to be actually pretty huge. Wow. Yeah, and and it's going to be – it is going to be for the fans 100%. I mean, that's really what it's geared for. I mean, Now, the anniversary is in October, or at least of the release date. Right. So is that around in and around? Um, we're kind of, right now we're kind of shooting for September, mm. but that could change. 
has Again. everything with him. Yeah, there's well, yeah, there's a lot <laughs> the plate of plate spinner. Well, he's got a lot of things on his plate right now. You know, we've got comic book man coming up. He's got these other films that he's he's doing the uh, the Krampus Santa Claus kind of deal. Yeah. So he's trying to fit everything in. So we got to kind of wait to see where he lands gotcha. before we put a solid date on it. But I have a lot of people in play waiting for the <laughs> info. So like a big show. Yeah. I mean, he kind of threw the, you know, we were talking about it. I proposed an idea to him a while ago about something. And we kind of sat on the phone for about an hour or so and just hashed a bunch of stuff out, riffed and came up with a bunch of stuff and said, all right, this is what we should do. Blah, blah, blah. And something was born. And, you know, he said, well, you'll run it. I was like, oh. Oh, cool. So you're the MC. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> you'll organize. You're right behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, you'll do all the legwork. <laughs> I was like. Oh, hey. how, how nice of you. Well, yes, how nice of me. <laughs> no, I. He volunteered I, you. Well, yeah, but no, he asked if I would, would want to do it. I was like, yeah, dude, it's fine. Because to me, that's easy stuff. That's yeah. nothing. That's. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's event planning. Yeah, I mean, it's and it, it, be in contact with everybody from the film and trying to hunt them down and talk to this one and talk to that one. It's uh, well, if you need any help from you know podcasting front, you know, I, I'm I'm offering my services <laughs> completely. And, yeah, well, it's going to be a limited uh, amount of people. It's going to be you know, we were going to try to go big, but I think now we're going to downscale, make it more intimate, which uh, I think would be better. Um, but again, we're still tossing some stuff around, but it's it's going to be pretty cool. I hope it happens. I am ninety nine percent sure it's going to happen. But uh, again, we have to have to wait for his schedule to work itself out. So you were at the stash. Yeah, we were just at the stash. What'd you think of the glass? It's very sharp. Although, oh, uh, you're going to hear now. the complaint. I'm old school. Now. I I like the you know we're open. Yeah, I assure you we're open. Just because I like the call back to the movie. You know how you used to have the little sign up front in the the new glass? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. What am I saying? The glass in the center of the store. <laughs> Kev called me a while, like a year ago. He said something to me. He's like, I want to do something with, this, with the glass. I was like, what glass? He goes, he, he goes I have the original glass from the, from the secret stash. Okay. The first store he opened in Red Bank. Okay. On Monmouth Street. Okay. So he saved the glass because it had artwork on it of him and Jay and and was big, it Jim Lee's artwork? No, no, I hung that too. The Jim Lee artwork, the door yeah, yeah, from the other store. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the thing I just did <laughs> to the right of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he asked me to do something with the glass, and I the store is so crammed. I'm was, gonna be back on Monday, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to the store with a fucking five. I'll, I'll show you on my phone when okay. I'm done. Okay, cool. But so he asked me to the glass. It's the it's a it's we built a like a. I want to say a homage to the original stash inside the new stash. That is the glass from the first store. Okay. So we brought it back home to the original stash. Where was the first store? Well, it was on Mama Street in Red Bank. Okay. And that glass has been sitting in storage for all these years. Wow. All right. On Monday, I promise I will go over the store. I just got done cleaning it. (laughs) He's like, fuck you. You didn't see it? I just got done (laughs) cleaning it and touching up some paint around it. And I had people taking pictures of it already. Oh. I was like, listen, you cannot post none of this. <laughs> I said, it goes to Kevin, and if he posts it, he posts it, but I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't post it. Really? Well, no, because it's, you know, why would, I mean, it's Kevin. If he wants yeah. to do it, let him. I'll do it. No, well, no. <laughs> but then somebody said to me, she's like, well, I have to find it first. Yeah. 
apparently. But it's, it's actually pretty cool looking. And you saw it? Yeah. Why didn't you show me? See? See? That's why she's the better half. Typical guy. Yes. You don't listen to your woman. That's so. why she's booking the show. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's a lot better since she's yeah. been booking the show. It's yeah. been a lot better. Well, I feel like I petered you out here, and we've been going for a good hour or so. But That's all good. I man. really appreciate you coming on and spending time with us. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's definitely been fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ooh, I'm gonna go on about this and rant and rave and act like a crazy person, but nah, you know it's all good. I love it. We're all the same, brother. Yes. So. <laughs> but some of us get to hang out with Kev. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, he gets to hang out with cooler people, though. That's true. Yeah, he's got a nice long list of people he he's met. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, and he's not affected by anybody, which is pretty damn amazing. Yeah, he. It w- the ease with which yes. he rolls with into pe- interaction with people. I mean, I was hugging the guy. You know, I don't hug anybody really. I mean, yeah. I mean, the the celebrities that he hangs out with or sees or interacts with, and the things he does is it's like very casual about it. Which is he's an amazing mystical sprite of the universe. He's a mystical. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he really is. and a Renaissance man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. A, yeah, he is. He's my hero, as far as I'm concerned. Aww. And really, I actually said, someone said, "Hero, you big baby." I was like, you know what? I think I'm up in it. I think I'm going higher power now. I think we're we're going to the next level. <laughs> he's gonna be. I'm gonna build a religion around him. So and on much that, the way he's so doing. Kev's lonely one night. You'll give him a little stroke. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> How far do I, do I have to admit that? <laughs> How far will you go? <laughs> you know what? Oh, <laughs> she's got her hand up. You and would. She wouldn't even care <laughs> at this point. She'd be like, thank God, get him out of here. <laughs> no comment. All right. <laughs> why? I'm t- I, hey, man. Why? Do I have to go through you to get to him? No, no. I'm, I'm, just, I'm starting I'm just, to worry. I'm just <laughs> curious to know what she would do. <laughs> Some people would do a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, she God. wants to watch. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. That's Kevin, my girl. My number is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, man. Thank it's you, man. Great. I had a blast. And there you have it, folks. What do you think? I think it was awesome. We had a great time. You're all probably sick of hearing that. That's right. It's EOD, Ernie on demand. <laughs> In the house. Yes. Mr. Charisma. Because that's what he is. Charismatic. All right, calm down. You're just happy you had his legs wrapped around your that waist. That was kind of nice, sorry, the truth. <laughs> He's a cutie. All right. All right, folks. Until next week, we will leave you saying in case no one has said it to you today you're smart and you're good and uh take care bye bye This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. What superhero collectible relics will grace the halls of the secret stash in Red Bank, New Jersey? Find out on the hit show Comic Book Men with Kevin, Walt, Brian, Mike, and Ming. 
lifelong buds who geek out and recount hilarious stories from their past. Comic Book Men, Sundays, only on AMC.